welcome back to another episode of Here for the Booze. I'm your host, Jax, and tonight we are getting serious about some horror documentaries. We're going to talk about Crystal Lake Memories, Smoke and Mirrors, the Tom Savini story, Kane Hodder, To Hell and Back, and The Extraordinary in Search of Darkness. Tonight's a very special night, as I am in the corner recording for the first time ever. Look at you guys listening to this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so if I sound a little different, like, please just bear with me. Just trying some different things out. So if it sounds terrible, like, please, please tell me. This room is different. Um, everything is different. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's just a totally, this, this house is just really fun. Let's just put it that way. So um, just bear with me. So please leave a nice comment about how it sounds if it's bad. Um, try not to be too harsh. But anyway, let's talk about these documentaries, huh? You may also hear, like, maybe some cats or some other activities. So just another fair warning for you all. My beer tonight is an alchemist focal banger. It's a delicious semi-hazy IPA from the great state of Vermont. It's really good. It's uh, I like it better than the Hetty Topper because that one's pretty, like, pretty potent. But I've had a few sips of that and I like it, but I definitely like the focal banger to enjoy one or two. You know, they're definitely a little more heavy on the alcohol, so I can definitely only handle two if I'm lucky. But, you know, we're going to have some fun tonight because this is my second beer. So so let's do it. Let's do this. This, you know, this also may not be like a super long episode because I don't want to give spoilers. I don't want to give away some of the little juicy secrets or fun facts that you'll find out from the documentaries. So I definitely wanted to make sure that I kind of just give you, you know, reasons why you need to watch it. You know what I mean? And, and my, you know, take on watching it and absorbing all the information and why it, it, you know, a lot of people should watch it because I think you would have an appreciation, you know, for it, but you know, I'm not going to get into that just yet. <laughs> all right. So grab your drink and let's get to it. Nails are getting a little long, so not like wicked long, but like longer than I'm used to because I've been like really trying hard to take care of them and to, you know, my nails peel gross, but so I was, you know, trying to prevent that and I've been, do, you know, succeeding, but at the same time, that means that my nails are growing and they're long and I'm not used to that. So anyway, the first one I want to talk about, because this is the one that, you know, along with In Search of Darkness are really long. Sorry, I just like shoved my notes out of the way like a jerk. So Crystal Lake Memories is actually, I think, six and a half hours long. It's crazy. It's so long. But it goes through each Friday the 13th movie specifically. Like it doesn't just like breeze by them. It actually like goes movie to movie. And they talk to each of the actors in the movies. And they talk to the directors if they're available to be around and things like that. Um, and I think that the best part about it is that it's narrated by Corey Feldman. You know, I think that that encapsulates a lot of the series because he was a child when it came out and when he was in it. And I think that, you know, he was around for enough of it and appreciates it enough to really dive into this and, and explore it with you. I, I, I think it was very, very well written, very well done, laid out. Like I said, it goes movie by movie. You know, you'll see the same people in some of them as far as Fred Mancuso and Sean Cunningham, like he'll come up a lot and 
some of the directors or the Jasons, like Kane Hodder's in it, a lot of the actors and actresses. Um, unfortunately, the Baconator is not in it. Uh, they do specifically mention that there are a few actors that are ashamed of being in it. So it's kind of interesting to hear, you know, what they all have to say about it. Looking back now, you know, 30 plus years later on a lot of them, you know, some of them were 40 as we know. So it's, it's crazy to really hear what they have to say because, you know, we just love the movie. And sometimes, you know, they do mention the bad things that happen, but it's not, you know, terrible. Thank, thankfully. Um, some of them are, you know, it's just unfortunate. You know, it also discusses how Friday the 13th really got its roots from. You know, they wanted to do like a ripoff of the Halloween series. And, you know, after Sean Cunningham's success of Last House on the Left with Wes Craven, I think he really wanted to take in that brutality of the Last House on the Left and the shock that it brought to people. You know, even though that was almost like a, a true, I mean, it's not a true story, but it is a true story. It could happen, and I'm sure that has happened in some way, shape, or form. So it's kind of unique in that sense, and I think Sean Cunningham wanted to go in that direction. You know, he didn't really want to go like a creature, a make-believe type of thing. He wanted it to be a real person with feelings and a story, and you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a really great way to see like why these movies aren't just cheap slashers you know what I mean like some of them sure a lot of them yeah but I feel like it's really great to hear the passion that went behind the story and the movie and you know the acting or the the costume design you know the way that they made Jason look and the way that they made him evolve you know, because if you really think about it, he really did evolve. And he's sure that's because of the actors having their own input. You know, Kane Hodder certainly talks about that when he takes on the Jason role in Friday the 13th Part 6. So, you know, it's really great to hear part of the stunts and, you know, the special effects and, you know, all the behind the scenes stuff. Maybe not all of it, but, you know, a, a big part of it. So it's... You know, to me, that's just like the geek, you know, that's like the pulp of the movie. It's just, you know, why would you not want to watch stuff like that? You know, so it's really great. And like I said, it is really long, but it's great because it is bookmarked, bookmarked, sorry, I just said that weird, by movies. So you could totally like start it when it's starting the next movie or not start it, stop it. Oof, clearly this beer has already gotten me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of nice in that sense, because that's what I did when I was re-watching it. Um, when I was writing down some notes for this episode, I had to stop it because I was either really busy with work or I just needed to stop it because I wanted to stop it because I couldn't just sit there for, you know, it's don't get me wrong. Like, it's definitely one of those rainy day type of, I don't want to watch a horror movie yet, but I kind of would love to, you know, they, they show some great kills. They show some, like I said, behind the scenes. They, it's really fun. It's, it's really great. It's, it's really awesome to hear, you know, from the people who did it and their passion that went into it, you know, because like I said, a lot of people want to take these as cheap slashers, but then when you watch this, it, there really was some heart to a lot of them. You know what I mean? Some of them you'll, you'll definitely find out, you know, maybe not so much, or it was chopped because of, other reasons or you know that's another thing is you kind of also get to see 
the Hollywood, you know, movie theater or movie production part of it where certain things just couldn't happen or took time to happen, as you'll find out in between, you know, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, and Freddy vs. Jason. So I feel like it, it really talks about that, and it's really great. I, I really think that even if you only like a couple of them, you should watch it. You know, you should definitely have this as something to put on for 45 minutes or an hour and then stop and watch it again. It's it's worth it. I definitely think it's don't let the time, you know, the length of it intimidate you. Don't because you can stop it. Don't forget that. <laughs> so the next one I want to talk about, you know, specifically because of the Friday the 13th one is the smoke and mirrors the Tom Savini story. You know, he's critically famous for doing the Friday the 13th special effects along with numerous other films, as well as acting in numerous films. You know, sometimes and most of the time in the movies that he was doing the special effects. So it's in, you know, his story is great. You know, this is a great documentary. I believe it's like a, it's like a film length. So it's, a you know, under two hours. Definitely doable. <laughs> it's great, though. You know, you get to see some of his <clears throat> home movies. You get to hear about his family and what really got him into this and what kind of shaped him as a person. You know, he does get personal. It's great. I think, you know, I really think that because I like special effects and I like practical special effects specifically, I think that this is a great tool to just really see what it's like to try to figure, you know, he doesn't obviously tell us lots of secrets but you know he said that he would go on some talk shows and you know talk about some of his things and I just that's so cool because we don't do that now we don't celebrate that we celebrate you know computer graphics and web design and all that stupid stuff and to me that's just that's just boring that's just typing crap I don't know that's ugh. I don't know give me for movies for me give me the practical effects you know this this documentary along with the Crystal Lake memories which I did not uh, mention are both available on Shutter. So like I said, I don't work for them, but, but everything I watch is on Shutter. So if you don't have it by now, geez guys, second season, let's go. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that expensive. So even if you like, honestly, even if you like a couple of the movies, it's worth it because they'll, they'll constantly have, you know, older movies that'll just show up for a little while. Hell, freaking Halloween and Black Christmas, Hellraiser, trying to think of some other big ones that you should just get it for you know what I mean they're not available anywhere else so if you don't own it on dvd or blu-ray then do it no I'm just kidding um I will say it's it's worth it um the documentaries like I said these two are on there the Tom Savini one is great it talks about a lot of really great points of Hollywood and what it was like you know doing what he did when he did it and I think that that's really specific to his story compared to a lot of other people. And I think it's really fascinating because it was the 80s. And it was because, you know, a lot of low budget. And that's what he almost preferred because he could get things done his way. And he wasn't constricted to a budget that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like sometimes people overlook what the small budget really means. You know, sure, with hiring actors, I can't imagine that that'd be, that would be easy. But for other parts... I think you could, you know, you got you to have the right people. And I think that he, this documentary shows that he is that kind of person. You know, he can get it done and he can see that. And it's because of his past. And like I said, I don't want to give spoilers, so I'm not even going to go into it. But that's another one that you definitely should check out. Like I said, feature length on Shutter. you know, Tom Savini, he's a great guy. You know, he's in it too. So you get to hear from him. 
And I think there's also interviews from when he was younger. So, you know, and you get to hear from other people who have worked with him and who just really enjoy him and his work and that are now like really good friends with him. It's, it's really, it's like this one's definitely like a heartwarming one because it's specifically about him and what he's gone through and it hasn't been easy. So definitely please check this out. If you can stream it somewhere else, do. I don't know where else. Sorry, I didn't really like find that out for you guys. <laughs> the next one, I think I watched it on Prime. Don't quote me on that because I actually didn't like officially find that out for you guys. So I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure I watched it on Prime, if not Shudder, because it could be both. I have sometimes Prime just like supersedes Shudder when I find it on the fire. So whatever. But the Kane Hodder story of the Kane Hodder documentary to Helen Back is great. The inter the people who come in to talk about him are great. It's it's different, you know, you get a little bit different stories, you know, these, these documentaries don't tell the same things. You know, the Kane Hodder story specifically talks about when he was in the Jason, when he was Jason and the ones that he was in. You know, he mentions what happened with the other ones and everything else and why and, you know, his backstory and how he got into being a stuntman and stunt coordinating and... You know, I think that it's really great that you get to see other actors, like I said, that aren't part of the Friday the 13th series because he was part of Hatchet and he was part of um, this other show that I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't want to give it away because I didn't even know about it. And there's other things in that documentary that I definitely didn't know about him or that he was involved in or any of his backstory really. So, you know, this is another one that it's short, also like feature length, I'm pretty sure, just like the Tom Savini one before. So this is another one that's kind of like if you can't figure out a movie to watch, but you kind of want to see some really cool stuff because there's a lot of behind the scenes. And he talks a lot about what it was like, you know, doing what he what he was doing and the thought behind certain scenes. And I think it, it totally gives you a different appreciation for, you know, people like him because we don't have that really anymore. We have a lot of faced people. So we have a lot of people that we know their facial expressions most of the time. So I feel like, you know, in my opinion, I, I, I don't know if we'll get another role like this where, like I've said before, the evolution that you'll definitely see when you're watching the documentary of Jason, you know, the Friday the 13th series that I talked about earlier. So, you know, the Kane Hodder story, I feel like, you know, if you watch these three, you know, you could almost watch the Tom Savini one first if you wanted to, you know, and then sandwich the Crystal Lake one and then watch the Kane Hodder because Kane Hodder came as Jason toward the end of the series anyway. So there's like extra stuff that he tells you about. So it's really great because it's about him. It's not about the series and all, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I just, I sometimes like to watch a documentary when... I'm craving some horror, but I kind of like need some facts. <laughs> you know, I don't really just want to watch like a bullshit story or like have to like pay attention to a movie and like little stupid things. And this was just great to just listen to what these people had to say or to see some of the behind the scenes or, you know, um, outtakes and, you know, trials or pre whatever, you know, makeup. And it was, it's just really fascinating to me. You know, movie making to me is, is really cool, but I can't imagine it being easy. So it's 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 awesome to be able to 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 sit behind to sit back actually, and just kind of watch, you know, at least little snippets of it because definitely not there the whole time. <laughs> but 
the last one that I just wanted to quickly talk about was In Search of Darkness. You know, there's two of these, part one and part two. I feel like they're both over four hours. They're long, but they go year by year in the 80s. And they talk about the big movies or sometimes movies that you just need to know about that were sleepers or that not many people have seen. You know what I mean? You'd be surprised at how many people haven't seen, you know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space or... I don't want to say child's play, but I almost want to because we're getting into a generation that doesn't really know or care or appreciate the slashers from the 80s. We have some, don't get me wrong. Some of you are, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm definitely not young. So, you know, I'm from the generation of growing up in the early 90s. So, you know, I I knew about Jason and Freddy and Scream was part of me growing up. You know, I know what you did last summer was part of me growing up urban legend I was like I said I was in middle school for Christ's sake you know I was very very young so you know it's it's awesome to go back and get little snippets you know they don't really give away too much of the movies but I feel like when I watched In Search of Darkness there was a bunch of movies that I was like oh shit I've never seen oh shit I'm not like a list going so I feel like For somebody like me, that's kind of a little, you know, I'm definitely not an expert. Definitely not an expert. I just know a lot more about classics and about, you know, older movies. But I don't necessarily know about, you know, one of the movies that I discovered was The Hunger with David Bowie. Excuse me. With David Bowie and Susan Sarandon. It was great. I fucking bought that on shit on Blu-ray. That was awesome. That was definitely worth it. I don't even think I'd seen The Howling and I bought it on Blu-ray because there are certain movies that I will buy on Blu-ray because it don't stream anywhere. I was going to buy it. I'm probably still going to buy it, but Near Dark, um, I'm thankful that it, it streamed on Shutter first. But that was another movie that I was like, wow, I have never heard of this. And Bill Paxton's in it. Are you what? How did I not know this? So I, in, you know, In Search of Darkness is a documentary that I will literally tell everybody to watch because they cover all kinds of horror, vampires, werewolves, zombies, you know, cause it's about the eighties. It's about, you know, why almost movies are the way that they are now, you know, why we have comedy horrors and why it works because back then they may not have been trying to be funny, but it kind of was. And in a way, you know, you do hear back from them and they, you know, it's, you know, they talk, there's, you know, the actors in the movies in that, there's historians in that, you know, it's almost like watching the history of horror with Eli Roth, but, you know, that's set up differently. That's a series, that's not a, you know, a movie documentary like I'm talking about, but that's another thing that if you can go watch that, I highly recommend that's also available on Shutter. <laughs> um, but if you can watch that, I feel like AMC Plus probably has it, because uh, it is, you can watch it on AMC. But anyway, but, you know, In Search of Darkness, go watch it. Go try to find it. It's exclusively on Shudder, unfortunately. But if there's a way you can get it or, you know, watch it with somebody who has Shudder, go watch it. It's worth it. It's fun. It's, you know, it's a nice little reminder of what the 80s were. Lots of these movies have 80s references, whether it's pop culture or other, you know, 80s movies. So that's where I feel like when people want to bash horror... It's like, well, I'm not going to sit here and bash Ferris Bueller's Day Off, even though I totally could. You know what I mean? There are so many things about, you know, lots of movies that today aren't great. And I'm not saying Ferris Bueller is like a prime example. I just literally said that because it was on my mind. But 
there are other 80s movies that definitely can't pass today. So it's it's great to kind of recognize, you know, what they were and, and the time that they came out in and why. You know what I mean? So I think that it's a great film appreciation documentary, as all of these are. Whether we're talking about the actor or we're talking about films, they're all about film appreciation. These actors brought, you know, these great, performances these great talents and it's just it i i don't know i'm like gushing over here i feel like like a girl crush but <laughs> but the documentary you know in search of darkness definitely like i said you're probably going to need a pen and paper if you haven't seen it yet get a pen and paper because there's lots of movies that i had never heard of or had forgotten about or can't find anywhere that i definitely needed to remember to go find so definitely check that one out like I said, that one's also about like four hours because they go year by year. So that's another one that you could totally break down and pause and go back to it without feeling like you're stopping in the middle and forgetting something. So just keep that in mind with, with you know, those two documentaries that they are separated enough and pretty like vividly, you know what I mean? Movie by movie or year by year. So definitely consider watching those, please. Please watch all of these. Please watch all of them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but you know, these are just really great. Like I said, if you don't have something like a movie or if you're just not in the mood or you want some facts or just the fucking best scenes of movies, I feel like this totally gets to it. And also in search of darkness, it, it dives into the movies deep. So I think that it's just really great. It's just, please go watch them. They're really fun. And, you know, I really hope that with this podcast, I can really reach people to, understand why yeah I like horror but I don't really love everything but I can totally appreciate what the people were trying to say in the movie or you know like I just re-watched another movie the I think it's called The Brood or the it's, I think it's The Brood David Cronenberg's I just re-watched it and I feel like because I watched it once and was like horrified <laughs> and then I watched it again and I was and I kind of read a little bit about it at, in between and then I watched it again and I totally saw it differently and I did that with scanners so I think that it's 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 important that you realize that over time sometimes your opinions or mindset changes so that's why I like to revisit movies I don't know if I've mentioned it before but I need to revisit the void because I didn't really like it at first and so many people fucking love it and here I am like bashing it but it's cool that you know I don't like things and you like it or if you know, you don't like things and I like it or what the hell ever. You like it, I don't, who cares? It doesn't matter. You know, it's just more of understanding maybe why I like it or maybe why you don't or why you like it and I don't. You know, whatever. It's just I like to hear why people like movies. I like to hear, you know, why people stand certain characters and stuff like that. You know, like my last episode with Justin talking about Scream 2. He's obsessed with it. Me, not so much. But I think that having that conversation with him changed my mind about how I felt about Scream too, and I appreciate it more. So I think it's important to not focus on what you don't like about it. I think it's important to look at all aspects of the movie and different opinions and views, and these documentaries absolutely help with that. So, you know, try to find them. Try to, try to watch them when you can. Spooky season is upon us. You know, that weather is getting a little, getting a little dreary, maybe even hurricane-y in your area. So I, I hope everybody is staying safe and 
everybody's all right throughout weather and global situations. So I really hope that, you know, you guys go check out these documentaries and thank you so much for joining me and please be sure to rate and review the podcast because that really helps me grow and to reach out to other people, especially when you leave a review. So please follow me on Instagram. I have lots of content coming up, lots of photo shoots and my spooky corner is expanding very drastically. <laughs> and also, like I said, spooky season is upon us. So my house is getting creepier and creepier by the minute. <laughs> I've already got the coffee bar and it's kind of expanding. So everybody better be ready because in the next couple weeks, my house is probably going to explode. So because we're getting into September, I can't believe it, guys. I can't believe it. Summer's oof, closing, let's just say, because it's not over. It's closing. Closing soon and weather's kind of dwindling down, but I hope everybody is enjoying the last, you know, of the great weather, if that's what's going on with you. And I hope that you all have a great night and thank you so much for listening and sticking by as always. I'm not going to leave you with a quote, sorry, and I have to listen to me ramble, but thank you again. You know, please go check out these documentaries. Let me know what you think. I'll do another one with some other documentaries that you should go check out as well as other horror movie recommendations and so so much more so please please stay tuned <laughs>